one week before the episode of Crime Club that we just heard, the New York Daily Mirror newspaper, in cooperation with the U.S. Air Force, promoted an air show and fireworks display at Coney Island. It was estimated that 2.5 million people showed up, an all-time record. It was a crowd bigger than the population of every other major American city besides Chicago. On sweltering summer days, Coney was still the best place to beat the heat. Irma, look at that New York skyline. Isn't it amazing to think that the Indians sold all of Manhattan for only $24? Isn't that silly? They could have gotten $1,000 for the Empire State Building alone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what you can expect when you listen to my friend Irma. On Friday, April 11th, 1947, CBS debuted a new situation comedy called My Friend Irma. Marie Wilson starred as Irma Peterson, a kind-hearted, simple-minded, buxom blonde stenographer, while a tremendously versatile actress, Kathy Lewis, portrayed her completely opposite roommate, Jane Stacy. By 1947, Kathy was nicknamed Mrs. Radio, as writer E. Jack Newman remembered. Kathy was a consummate actress, of course, beautiful woman. As I recall her, she was very gracious, kind and very, very competent in her profession. I remember she made a, uh, aside from her enormous success as a radio actress, she was also on a long-run television show, uh, My Friend Irma. Yeah, radio and TV. I always liked Kathy and always got along with her very well. I can't say that has happened with every actress I've worked with since. <laughs> days that make people say that New York is a great place to visit, but not to live in. Why? Because the temperature is hugging the century mark and the humidity is picketing your pores. Irma and I are stretched out gasping for breath on our patio. (laughs) You see, we like to think of our fire escape as a patio. Jane! Jane! Oh, don't talk, sweetie. It's too hot. Jane, what's the temperature of the human body? 98 is normal. What's the temperature on the fire escape? Let me see. My goodness, it's 98. Now, what are we complaining about? Everything is normal. (laughs) Well, ordinarily, I try to straighten Irma out, but it's too hot to argue. In fact, to forget the heat, Irma and I are playing a game. We're looking on the clotheslines around us and trying to guess what kind of people each line represents. For instance, um, over there on Mrs. Burton's line, there are two silk-striped men's shirts and five pair of boys' overalls. Story's quite plain. Mr. Burton is a big man about town. Junior has to support the family. (laughs) Jane, I've got one figured out. Yeah? Yes, Mrs. Adams has two and a half children. (laughs) She has. Uh, How did you arrive at that? Oh, it's very simple, Jane. There's five stockings on the line. (laughs) A gold star for you, Irma Peterson. I suppose because there are two sunbonnets hanging on Mrs. Horowitz's line, she has two heads, two heads. (laughs) Well, she does keep to herself. (laughs) Gosh, Jane, isn't it warm? Yeah, it's just about the hottest day I can remember. Let's go back into the house. 
Maybe it's cooled off. All right, Jane. Oh, no. It's just as hot in here. Well, I think I can bring the temperature down, Jane. Just give me time. Irma, what are you going to do with all those paper bags? I'm going to fill them all up with warm air and put them in the ice box and let them cool off. <laughs> Please, honey, please. Is that any good, Jane? Irma, the next time we go out in the sun, promise me you'll wear a hat. <laughs> oh, gosh, I wish there was some way we could cool off. And Irma, don't suggest that we put cold slaw on our heads. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. What will we have for supper? <laughs> Look, Jane, if we really want to cool off, why don't we go to Coney Island and sit on the beach? Sit? Irma, if we were ballet dancers, we couldn't find enough beach in that crowd to stand on one toe. Oh, but, Jane, there's going to be a contest and a parade, and the couple with the best personality gets a prize. Yeah, but, honey, it's such a trek to Coney Island. Well, with Alan Richard, it'd be so much fun. <laughs> Richard at Coney Island. Honey, I don't want to make Richard seem snobbish, but the whole picture is out of focus. That'd be like asking Mrs. Vanderbilt to write a column for the Hobo News. Oh, but, Jane, we have such fun at Coney Island. Al wins so many prizes, like when they try to guess his weight. Yeah, I know, Irma. Someday they're going to find that brick in his back pocket and they'll let him have it. <laughs> but not for a prize. Hello. Oh, hello, Richard. Hmm? Yes, of course I'm warm. How is it the show was created during the time after World War II, when CBS head William Paley was championing new experimental programming. Cy Howard recast Kathy Lewis after hearing her read, and Marie Wilson after seeing her in Ken Murray's Blackouts. Gloria Gordon played Mrs. O'Reilly. Hans Conried was Professor Kropotkin. I haven't heard that. That died the year radio died. I'd played it for seven years. That was the end of radio, you see. Post-war was comedy I did mostly, and it was a part called Professor Kropotkin. He began the first show I was not in. I was in the second show on for the rest of the seven-year run. The first show, he was a musician living in, this ga in the garret of a boarding house who made answer only with his violin. But there wasn't much possibility to continue <laughs> that character, so they brought me in. And as I recall, I played it first with a Russian accent, but then the political situation... So we altered it and made it what we, a Jewish dialect. And he called himself a gypsy. And <laughs> that's the way the character developed within just two or three programs. And it held that way. And I did the same thing for seven years. There wasn't much variety. If you hear one, you'll hear them all. Probably looking for a job. John Brown played Irma's boyfriend, Al. Well, what are you doing? And Alan Reed played Mr. Clyde. Irma's boss. Oh, that's right. You, you were on uh, My Friend Irma for a while, weren't you? For a yes. long while. Yeah, I, I played her boss, Mr. Clyde. Uh -huh. And it was a fine experience. That and Luigi were on mm -hmm. at the same time. The following year, Cy Howard recast Reed in Life with Luigi. You know, they call New York City the melting pot. I don't know that it's true all year round, but in the summer, if you want to melt, believe me, there's no place like New York. Of course, if you want relief, there's always Coney Island. And it is relief, because after a day at Coney Island, you can't wait till you get back to New York. Oh, frankly, I don't know why we came here. Coney Island has turned out to be a nothing. A crowded nothing. Irma, because Al didn't come along, is utterly miserable. 
She hasn't stopped eating since we got here. She always eats like that when Alice stood her up. She says it helps fill the emptiness inside her. As for me, without Richard, I'm completely bored. There's only one person seems to be enjoying himself, and that's Professor Kropotkin. You know why? He's burying Mrs. O'Reilly in the sand. <laughs> he keeps saying... Can you still breathe? <laughs> and when Mrs. O'Reilly says... Well, yes, Professor. He says... Got to get more sand. <laughs> Irma is still moping. Jane... What is it, sweetie? You know, sometimes I wish there was no such thing as men. Wish there was something else. <laughs> what would you like them to be? Oh, anything. Canary birds, dogs. No, that wouldn't be any good. We'd be spending all our time in pet shops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it'd be such trouble to find a husband who was housebroken. <laughs> Honey, forget about Al disappointing you. We're on the beach. We came here to enjoy ourselves. Let's be gay. Laugh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Irma, that's hardly a laugh. Well, I can't help it, Jane. My heart's not in it. Why not, honey? A man just sat on our lunch. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's all we needed. Girls, are you very busy? No, Professor. What do you want? Could you please help me find Mrs. O'Reilly? <laughs> oh, Professor, don't you remember where you buried her? Well, I put the paper plate over the spot, but the wind blew it away. Oh, here comes Miss O'Reilly. Hello, girls. Oh, there you are, Professor. Mrs. O'Reilly, where have you been? Oh, I was up on the boardwalk. Professor, I've entered our names in the personality contest. You and me? Your name and my name? Yes, do you think we'll have a chance to win? No, but we could set a good example of what would happen if Cupid ever starts using poison darts. <laughs> oh, hush your spoofing. Come on, Professor, walk me to the bathhouse. I want to change into me other bathing suit. You have another suit with you, Mrs. O'Reilly? Oh, yes. I understand that a girl's figure plays a very important part in these contests. So I think I'd better wear the bathing suit that leaves my knees exposed. By the time this episode, Irma and Jane visit Coney Island, air on Monday, June 7th, 1948 at 8.30 p.m. My friend Irma was being sponsored by the Lever Brothers. That season, Irma was the second highest rated show on Monday evenings behind the Lux Radio Theater. Where are you going, sweetie? Oh, I think I'll take a swim. They say an ocean voyage makes you forget. Well, Irma, don't go out too far. Remember, you've just eaten. You might get a cramp. All right, Jane, I'll be careful. What? Don't take a swim with me. No, thanks, honey. This bathing suit involves in water. No, I'll just sit here and amuse myself. Have fun. I will. Goodbye. Pardon me, please. Yes? I just realized I've been sitting on your lunch. Oh, well, that's all right. You don't have to look so terrified. But I am. A lot of that stuff isn't on my diet. <laughs> Bye now. Well, I will be... Hiya, Jane. Well, Al. Well, Al, what are you doing here? I thought you were tied up on business. Was, but the deal fell through. As could be expected. Yeah, but this one seemed like such a natural. It's a device for guys who don't want to break their promise to their wives when they've told them they're going on the wagon. What is it? It's a bar on a wagon. 
But the guy didn't go for it, so let's forget it. Jane, uh, where's Chicken? Oh, she's in the water, Al. Last time I saw her, she was right up... Al, look at that crowd. The lifeguard's bringing someone in. So what? Good-looking lifeguard? Someday and probably hollered for help. Al, it's Irma. Irma? Oh, wait a minute. She can swim. Yeah, but Al, accidents can happen to the best swimmers. Come on, let's help her. She looks like she don't need no help. Look at the way she's got her arms around his shoulders. Oh, Al, don't be narrow. So he's carrying her. What do you want her to do when she's drowning? Carry him? <laughs> well, I don't like it, Jane, and I'm going to let her know it. Oh, hello, Jane. Oh, Al, gee, I'm so glad to see you. You see, I almost drowned. Yeah. Fun, wasn't it? <laughs> what do you mean, Al? Look, chicken, I saw the way you were... My friend Irma's success helped the show become a predecessor for two other female-driven comedies, which would debut the following month. My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball, and Our Miss Brooks, starring Eve Arden. In 1949, an Irma film helped launch the mainstream careers of Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Marie Wilson, Gloria Gordon, and Kathy Lewis took their roles to CBS television in 1952. The series ran for two seasons, but Kathy Lewis resigned midway through 1953, and Irma got a new roommate, Kay Foster, played by Mary Ship. I don't want him to cool off. Sun's going down. I'm getting chilly. Oh, honey, all right. If you're going to get hysterical, I suppose I'll have to go after him. Al? 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 Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to talk to Please, you. Please, Jane, I've made up my mind. Look, Al, Irma wants you to come back. Frankly, if I were Irma, I'd not only give you railroad fare, I'd carry your bags to the station. But Irma loves you, and I'm not going to see you hurt her because I love Irma. Oh, I don't want to hurt Chicken. Oh, you don't want to hurt her. <laughs> Do you realize what that girl goes through every time you quarrel with her? Do you realize what I go through? Well, let me tell you. Remember last October when you made a date with another girl? Yeah? Well, she tried to kill herself by gas. She turned on the stove and she sat in front of it for six hours before she remembered it was electric. <laughs> and then so it wouldn't be a total loss, she baked a cake. Almost killed all of us. <laughs> Al, I have only one life to give to my country, but to me, you're not Uncle Sam. You mean I really affect chicken that much? Yes, you do. And if you're half a man, you'll enter the personality contest with her so she can have a little fun. Come on. What do you say, Al? Sure, Jane. Don't want to worry my future wife and have her hair turn prematurely gray. She'll have a tough enough time getting a job as it is. <laughs> you want a hot dog, Jane? They look pretty good. No, thanks, Yeah, Al. well, tell chicken I'll meet her here on the boardwalk for the contest. Got to make a call. Who are you calling, Al? Who else but... Hello, Joe? Al, got a problem. That's enough for me. Goodbye, Al. Say, Joe, I'm at Coney Island, going to enter a personality contest with Irma. What do you suggest? Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. Forget the personality contest and go over to the shooting gallery if I want to clean up? But, Joe, there's no money in knocking over clay pigeons. Oh, you don't mean clay pigeons. The manager is loaded. <laughs> No, Joe, may be mistaken, but think managers are out of season. We'll enter the contest despite your advice. Goodbye, noble friend. Well, we're all on the boardwalk, and the personality contest has just begun. There go Al and Irma. She's arm in arm with Al, and they're doing a funny little dance step. I won't say it's not graceful. I'll only say that one look at it and Arthur Murray had burned down his studios. 
Alice smiling broadly and strutting with his chest out. He couldn't be any happier if he had a written guarantee that he wouldn't get a job for the next 20 years. <laughs> you know, I think she's going to win. I'm sure she is. Richard! Oh, Jane, I've been looking all over for you. I tried to get her in time for the contest, but I guess I'm too late. Richard, would, would you have entered this contest? With you? Any time. Oh, Richard, imagine the two of us standing here in the sun with the temperature 140. But it's not 140. Oh, it is when you talk that way. Look, Richard. Look, Alan Irma won the Irma test. Look. So they have. Yeah. Jane. Jane, look at this wonderful cup I won. Oh, congratulations, honey. Thanks, but personally, I don't think it's fair. Why not? Well, Al won the contest with me, and if I won a cup, the least they could have done was give him the saucer. <laughs> putting a bathing cap on a cake of swan soap before she put it in the bathtub. So I said, Irma, what's the bathing cap for? And Irma said, I don't want my swan to get water in his ears. <laughs> well, Jane, you know very well that... My Irma friend Irma went off the air after the August 23rd, 1954 episode. Sure, when it comes to washing dishes, swans in a class by itself. Why, even the way a cake of swan feels tells you it's a perfect dishwasher. This is the world-famous skyline of New York City. Well, a part of it. A part that nobody ever sees. Coney Island is actually in the city of New York. But nobody who's been to Coney Island has ever seen nobody at Coney Island. Because this clean, so clean, empty beach, with the trash baskets lined up at attention in perfect rows, looks like this only once a day, when the big city is still in bed. The beach and this painted village lying quiet in the early morning sun is Coney Island. New York swelters in the summer, and as the sun rises higher in the hot sky, millions of people leave the baking streets and go down to the seaside, down to Coney Island, USA, 